Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spavi. Today I am doing What Am I Reading? Uh, doing a little book called Blood Island, written by Tim Wagner. Uh, I will give you the plot. I will give you the good read score. Then I will give you my thoughts. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> let's start it off with, okay, here we go. The Mass. An island-sized creature formed entirely of mutated blood cells has drifted across the world's oceans for millions of years. It uses sharks, the most efficient predators the planet has ever produced, and as extensions of itself to gather food for the most part. The mass and its hunters have avoided contact with the human race, but now it's entered the, entered the waters of Bridgewater, Texas, where a film crew is busy shooting a low-budget horror film called Devourer of the Deep. The mass is about to discover something called human imagination. And the humans are about to learn that battling a monster in real life is a little harder than fighting one on screen. Uh, it's gotten a 3.76 on Goodreads, 33 ratings, 15 reviews. Um, so, normally I wouldn't read a book like this. Um... I mean, this is the cheesiest book I've ever read in my life. It, If this was to be turned into a film, it would definitely debut on the Sci-Fi channel. Um, <laughs> I saw this book on Goodreads. Well, not on Goodreads. I saw it on my e, not my Kindle, uh, you know, as an e-book. Um, I saw Blood Island. I was like, well, that looks cheap. Uh, then I saw the shark on the cover, and I was like, well, it's a shark, right? So... I love shark. It's probably not going to be that good, but it's got a shark on the cover. I have to read it. I mean, I'm I'm a shark lover, so I just have to read every single thing I see that's got a shark in it. I, I mean, it's, shark books are my guilty pleasures uh, most of the time. Um, so when I started reading this, this is actually, this book is somewhat of a spiritual sequel to... Um, Teeth of the Sea, I think, which is about plosaurs attacking a town or something. Uh, I haven't read it. I did not know it was like a spiritual sequel. But what this film crew is doing, they are filming a movie that's actually based on true events. Uh, so that's what that's, that's. But did I know that what I was getting myself into? I did not read the synopsis before I read the book. I did not start it before I read the book. I will say that. Uh, and the first couple chapters I, I read, I was really into. And I'm not saying I wasn't into the rest of the book. Uh, I was, but I'm like... I, I, I couldn't help myself to find this is interesting. This is terrible. It's ridiculous. It's so cheesy. But it, I find this guy to be a, a decent writer. So, it was interesting to read. Did I like it? No. <laughs> but did I find it interesting? Intriguing? Yes, I did. Um, okay, first off. Your your lead, your hero of this book is named Gerard. Uh, he's a, somewhat of a, you know, cult, iconic actor uh, for horror films. Especially during the 70s. Uh... I kind of got the vibe that this could have been like Robert England or Vincent Price. 
type. It's that kind of type character, you know, more Vincent Price, I would say, than Robert England. But I, I definitely got the vibe. Uh, the the character is a homosexual, which comes into play because um, he gets hit on by these by this one of the actresses, and she's just you know she's trying to sleep with him, and she has no luck. So, in her mind, she thought she could actually turn him. I will say one thing, though, about this book. The, the screenwriter, Boyd, um, he uh, just disappears, like, in the third act. Like, at the beginning of the third act. They're trying to go up to the roof in this hotel to escape these sharks. Yes, you heard me correctly. They are trying to escape sharks in a hotel. <laughs> and no, it's not flooded. It's not flooded at all. It's 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 they, it's it's ridiculous. I'm telling you. Uh, so uh, anyway, and he just kind of disappears. Is never seen again. And I d don't recall him dying. I just don't recall him showing up. I, it's like the author forgot about him because he was uh, he was the last thing he said is that he had his weird look about him. Like he didn't care what happened to these people because the sharks saved him. So. We, because he's the writer, so he's writing this movie. Uh, so it's like we totally forgot about him. I didn't forget about him, but it's apparently the author did. Uh, unless I missed the, his kill, uh, which I don't think I did. Because they all they get uh, the the sheriff who gets taken hostage in a way, uh, in a sense, his mind control. It's got it does mind control. I know it's ridiculous. Uh, he, uh, he he cons them going downstairs because he says it's safe. Then he turns the gun gun on them when they get to the street. Um, oh, but Boyd oh. doesn't show up. Uh, he just and he never comes. He's like he never left the the hotel. He just stayed there, and and we don't know what happened to him because he's never written oh, again. Oh. So I just feel like the author just forgot about him. <laughs> which maybe it's not true maybe i missed the death uh i don't think i did but maybe i did i'm not gonna say i didn't but i don't recall it i recall everyone else's death in this book but i don't recall his um i mean this isn't jaws oh uh, this isn't meg uh this isn't shark i read a shark uh, by Paul Rudd a few years back. This isn't that. That's basically a ripoff of Meg. Uh, I'm trying to think of a bad shark story I've read. Uh, shark was pretty bad. Uh, I mean, I gave it a three, but it it, it, it was really it was badly written. Um, I'm trying to think of one. There was one that I read uh, that was pretty bad. It was really boring. Uh, this is like more entertaining. Uh, but it's so ridiculous. Shark, shark, okay, these sharks have feet. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's like amphibian feet. Um, when they get taken over, they come hunters, they can walk all in. I, it don't make no sense. It, this, nothing makes sense about this book. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I found it entertaining to read, uh, but I, I couldn't come to grip, you know, the grips of, a. Uh, it just uh, it grabbed my attention, but at the same time, I, it's too ridiculous. It's too over the top. It's too cheesy. It's just it's perfect for the sci-fi channel. It's just 
if this was made to a movie on a sci-fi channel, I definitely would watch because I read the book. Um, but it was just so unbelievable, over the top, so cheesy. I mean, so unrealistic. So, and obviously the guy's just having fun. He's having fun with this, and and I understand that. I understand that. I understand having fun with something, but I guess I'm not the audience. Clearly, because uh, this has pretty good scores, it's pretty good ratings. Um, I, I, I mean, there's some people that give it five stars. Like, okay, here's this one guy. I'll read his review real quick. Well, no, I won't. It's too long. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll give you one of it. Hey, I think this pretty much gives it uh, what it what, what it details. I knew going in, it might not be my cup of tea. But Tim's writing always manages to pull me in. And I agree, his writing does pull me in to the story. As crazy as it is, it pulls me in. The story is crazy, but Wagner knows how to spin a yarn. Fans of this publisher will probably dig the heck out of it. I give it 3.5 stars. That is uh, from a reviewer that re reviewed this book. Um, and I, I do admit that he pulls you in. and But the characters are one-dimensional. For the most part, I think there's maybe, honestly, just two characters that are not one-dimensional, uh, and that is Gerard, uh, and the psychic can read your minds kind of thing, the mind control thing, it is uh, Tasha. <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil the ending in case you do want to read this book. Like I said, it's Blood Island, Tim Wagner. It may be so unbelievable that you like, oh my god, I gotta read it. And uh, I'm not gonna recommend it, but if you feel you need to read it, you go ahead and read it because it's so over the top, so unbelievable, so unrealistic, so cheesy that this might be your thing. Um, it's not mine, <laughs> but if it is yours, that's great. Um, like I said, I mean, books, movies, anything deals with creative arts is all subjective. Uh, you know, um, I just personally didn't like it. Uh, you know, I, I was at the point where I was going to give this a 1 out of 5. But his storytelling, he drew me in a little bit. So I'm going to give it a little bit more of a better score. I'm going to give it a 2 out of 5 markouts. 2 out of 5. Um, and I think the reason for that is just for the fact that I did like Gerard, uh, his character. Um. Uh, he was really the only one I cared about, though. I didn't care about the psychic, Tasha. Uh, it was like she almost had a crush on him, even though she knew he was gay. But she did all things possible just to be on this film crew. And, and I, I did like the aspect that you saw some behind the scenes of making a movie, right? So that kind of in interested me and drew, you know, like drew me in a little bit. But sharks with umbilical cords... Um, <laughs> that's being controlled by this mass, this sea monster that's just this gigantic, gigantic mass in the ocean. Um, uh, it's just not fun. I mean, it's fun to read, but when you really think about it, it's just, it's really dumb and it's really stupid. But if that's your thing, like, no, seriously, if that's, you really love cheesy stuff like this dumb stuff, it's fun. No, I'm not saying it's not, but sharks with feet, <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to even say, uh, trying to be serious a little bit, sharks with feet, um, it's just not something I wanted to read, 
when I read a shark book, I want to take it seriously. I mean, you can have fun with it. I think Meg, the Meg series, has fun with their stuff. But they try to, you know, be somewhat realistic about some stuff. Not everything, but some stuff. I mean, they really have fun with their stuff. But you, you don't, you won't ever see a shark with feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, will I read this author again? Yeah, I want to, I have, actually, I own, on, e on, on my Kindle, Teeth of the Sea. And I did not know I owned it. So I probably will read that soon. Uh, probably sometime in 2020. Uh, so yeah, um... But I had to review this. I mean, I got a couple more days. I got like another week uh, before I start my yearly beginning of the year. Of uh, like, I like to read R.L. Stein at the beginning of the year, just for nostalgia reasons. So I got one more book to read. I'm gonna read a, a book I never read as a kid that I wanted to because I loved the movie as a kid. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna read that next. Uh, I'm not telling you what it is. I will review it when I read it. Uh, but um, Blood Island was an interesting time. Um, um, <laughs> it it was something you have to read to believe. Like I, I couldn't imagine reading this synopsis. I was like, no way. You know, not really. I mean, I've never read anything quite like it. So I give it props on that. Um, but I can't give you a fresh score or fresh review. It's it's interesting. I will say that, but. It's interesting, but it's not good. You know what I mean? It's just... Unless you're in... Like, if you really like sci-fi stuff, like... You know, they're cheesy monster films, which... I mean, I don't mind Sharknado. I mean, I've seen a couple, like, Crocodile... Not Crocodile. I've seen a couple shark films I did like. Like, Swamp Shark. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not the greatest or anything. It's not... I wouldn't put it in my... I think I actually did put it in my top uh, ten shark films. Or maybe it made honorable mentions. Because there's not really a lot of good shark films out there. But, you know, it made it. It's a sci-fi original film, too. So, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying just because it's on sci-fi, it's going to suck. But I would say this probably made Deep Blue Sea 2 look really good. And uh, that's saying something. Um, but, I don't know. This might be better than Deep Blue Sea 2, actually. So, uh, I don't know. I actually want to see this made into a film. And I want to watch it, as, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, because... It's so insane. It's it's so over the top, and you know, I uh, it's not good, but it's like it's so bad it could be good. I guess it falls in that category. It's so bad it could be good. Uh, but anyway, I think if you're a fan of Sci-Fi Channel monster movies, you're probably really gonna like this. Uh, I like some of that stuff, not a lot of it. Uh, so. Kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, I had... I was invested into the story. As ridiculous as it was. I just... I just know it's not good. You know what I mean? So, it's like... It's like... I think it's easy to read. I think you'll... Be entertained by it. But... Uh, I don't think... It's not something I would read again. You know what I mean? So, anyway. That's been my review for Blood Island by Tim Wagner. Um... I look forward to reading his uh, Teeth of the Sea. Uh, I just do. I look forward to it. Uh, I think I'll probably enjoy that more because it, he's he's being realistic with that one. At least I hope he is. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Anyway, that's been my review for Blood Island. Thank you for listening. And I, shortly I will be reviewing uh, Star Wars. 
episode 9. So, stay tuned for that. Aaron did a quick review of that last night. I'm going to do a review of it. I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't worry about that. So, stay tuned for Star Wars Episode 9 review from Brandon. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this review of Blood Island. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if it made you want to go read it, I hope you go out and read it. I think it's free on ebook right now. So, uh, or maybe it's free to borrow. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I borrowed it. I borrowed it. Yeah, we have it at Amazon, so we can borrow it. Borrow books. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but if it's not, if you can't borrow it, I think it's 99 cents. I think it's worth the read for 99 cents. If that's helpful. But anyway, thank you for listening, and have a good day.